brought to you by the WZIP sports team. This is Sports Power Talk Overtime. Featuring in-depth interviews. Someone brings a video up and was like, hey, look at this. And we all kind of watch it. And to be honest with you, we all just kind of like chuckled and, and just <laughs> thought nothing of it. Exclusive original content. They do need Austin. Every Theory. brand needs Austin. That's no. why SmackDown won. That's why SmackDown won. Because <laughs> oh, yeah. they got Austin Theory. And of course, the hottest takes. Kings Celtics. Okay. If we see Kings Sixers, I'll sell my dog. <laughs> Man, you heard it here first. Mitch Bates is going to sell his dog. So get ready because it's time for SPT Overtime. What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to SPT Overtime. My name is Matt Permuka, and when you hear my voice, that can only mean one of two things. It's not NFL draft season. It must mean it's my favorite season, fantasy football season and reclaiming his spot from last year on the Fantasy Podcast with me. It's the man that brought me in here at Z881. It's Alex Henry. Matt, I'm excited to be here. I I think I earned my spot back. I know I had the best regular season record in, in yes. the WZIP League last year, and I won two out of three of my leagues, and I had actually never You'd won. You never won a league, yeah. Ever. Then, yeah. And then I won two. You, you you could have won three. It was could have won three. It was not fair that they put both of our teams in the same uh, like conference. I yeah. guess that was yeah. We had to fight. That was not fair because Jake Murren just cruised his way to a title appearance. And well, even the the awful thing was was the the trade that Logan gave him. Oh, um, which really just was like. It was like cheating. I mean, it was really cheating. Oh, it was it, it was bad. High yeah. high levels of collusion here. I think maybe that's how Logan got the uh, the director spot. It's yeah, like, maybe. Hey, maybe. Hey, remember Honestly. when I remember when I gave you a fantasy football championship? Yeah. Let me run this thing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yes. Anyways, you heard us earlier. Fantasy's back. Draft season. Quite literally around the corner. We are recording this on August 16th. By the time you're listening to this on the 21st, you may have already had a fantasy draft. By the time this comes out, I will have already have had two and we'll have three more in the coming week. So I am so excited to get this out right now. Let's get right into it. Uh, our first segment's going to be a little more lighthearted in terms of just like substance. Uh, we're going to get and then we're going to get into the player rankings by tiers that's going to be the meat and potatoes of this podcast and then to finish it off kind of just uh, some light light fun to do with your league you know punishments fun ways to do draft order all that stuff but uh let's get right into it draft strategies Alex to me last year it seemed like everybody did the zero RB strategy at once and it kind of like devalued that the running back position in fantasy completely kind of like in real life like I I don't I don't think you did zero running back in our league. Did you do it in any other leagues? Because I tried it in a few other leagues, and everyone else was doing it. I thought about it. Yeah, I uh, did not end up doing it. I really just don't like the idea, so I don't I didn't go with it. No, that's completely fair. I I feel like just everybody did it last yeah, year. Yeah, no, like, it was big. I even think it's kind of big this year too. Well, I, I've heard a lot of people talking so about it. So I do a lot of uh fantasy mock drafts on Fantasy Pros Mock Draft Simulator. Uh quick shameless plug to them. Uh great great resource if you're new to fantasy or just want to see like like just get like a feel for drafts. But yeah, I basically all their simulations are doing zero running back. Like mm-hmm. I I will do some mock drafts in a 12-man league. I'll get the 6th pick. No running backs will be taken. It'll be Jefferson, Tyreek, Jamar Chase, Cooper Cup, and then like AJ Brown, and then and that's the first five picks in this draft because mm-hmm. like the wide res- the, the wide receiver market right now is so inflated. I don't know if there's anything wrong with that, but there's just a lot of value in the running back position that people aren't you know looking at whatsoever. But yeah, any any more thoughts on like on like zero RB? Yeah, I'm not a fan of it um at all actually yeah there's a, there's a lot at running or there's not a lot at running back Look, which um scares me oh i'm definitely doing the anchor rb strategy this year i might even do a double anchor running back strategy i mean yeah. like i'm never a guy that goes uh one two with running backs but just the amount of wide receiver talent in the nfl now 
I mean, you know, I'd have to get lucky or, you know, good, quote unquote, but, uh, you know, I could find receivers in rounds three through six that are capable of being top 15 fantasy uh, fantasy producers. Like, it's, it's not the end of the world. And, Matt, I think to win a league, I really, really do. There's maybe certain instances, rare occurrences that you can win your league without what I'm about to say. But yeah. 90% of the time, if you want to win your league, you need to have a top five back on at, your team at the very, by the end of the season. At the very minimum, top eight. Yeah, like at the minimum, like, top at, eight. At the very minimum, you, you're not yeah. getting that. <laughs> if you no, like it RB. doesn't have to be. It doesn't have to be like per se, like a guy that finishes throughout the year is like RB five or something. But mm-hmm. like they have to get hot at the right time. Like you have to hit on a sleeper. You have to hit on a waiver wire pickup. You have to hit on a trade midseason. Like, but no, I get what you're saying. That running back position, that like that's what's gonna carry you to a fantasy championship. Yeah, and I'm really not against double running back either. And that's just. If you know what you want at wide receiver and you really got to – and it it also depends on where you're drafting out of. I think if you're an earlier pick, I don't mind double running back because by the time it comes back to you, if there's still one of those like top eight running backs still there, depending on how people pick that wide receiver in the – in your Travis Kelsey round yes, oners. That's basically um, <laughs> that's how it is. It's then it receivers, de- Travis yeah, Kelsey. It, then it kind of depends on, hey, you know, this really good running back is still here. I know there's going to be value at the wide receiver position later. So I would not be opposed to uh, double anchoring there. But for the most part, if you're anything over pick three in like a 10-man just probably go with uh, running back wide like, receiver. Take Christian McCaffrey. He's right there. Yeah. Like take, just take McCaffrey. He'll, he'll get, he's a he's a lock for 30 points a game. But, mm-hmm. All right. So that basically kind of hit, like, our draft strategies and what we do early on. Uh, is there anything that, like, you try – like, so what's your strategy – I'm going to, like, double up these next two questions. Uh, just advice to our listeners on what you do in the middle rounds of this draft and what do you try to avoid doing – uh, sorry, what do you try to avoid during drafts? Yeah, so I don't. I try to get my running backs all by round four. Like I want to really, like obviously, like you're talking like your starters. Like your yeah, one, yeah, your one two yeah, maybe a flex. my one two yeah. and maybe a flex are done. So I try to avoid the later end running backs because ultimately what will end up happening is the guys that you're drafting are not going to be good, and the better running backs are going to be dudes that you end up picking up in the waiver wire. Every year, there's like, that guy in the league that Josh Jacobs up, was a fifth-round pick in our league, yeah, and he ended up being, like, RB2 in fantasy. Like, to your point, exactly, yeah. yeah. Um, and the other thing I'm big on is that's where you get your quarterbacks. I like getting quarterbacks later. I'm a late quarterback kind of guy. I do know, though, and I don't actually hear many of the fantasy experts talk about this, so maybe I'm in the wrong, but there are certain quarterbacks. I just think my mind's changing is what it is. <laughs> I get you yeah. if you want to draft a quarterback earlier yeah. because there's certain quarterbacks that are going to get you really good points. Mm-hmm. But if you're not that guy and I'm not that guy, get your quarterback around that middle round and uh, – or early middle round, I should say, oh, and you'll dude, be all right. I forget what it was. I had this statistic for the podcast last year. If someone wants to go back and listen and go through that mammoth of a podcast and find it, go ahead. But it's like the quarterback eight averages like one and a half less fantasy points per game than like the quarterback one or something like that. Like the like the drop off in quarterback talent is not that big, and that's kind of like a segue for what I try to avoid. I try to like. Of, I'm not going to fall victim to a player run. Mm. You know, like, you know, obviously Mahomes and Allen, those are going to be, like, the outliers taken. Like, if you take those quarterbacks early, no one's going to bat an eye. But as soon as someone takes a Lamar Jackson, a Justin Herbert, a Jalen Hurts, a Joe Burrow, it seems like all of those guys come off the board with it. Same with, like, a tight end. Like, you know, Kelsey and Andrews are going to be early picks. Again, like, no one's going to really jump over that. But as soon as, like, a Dallas Goddard goes, a TJ Hawkinson, again, it just seems like everyone abandons their pre-draft plan and kind of just panic picks tight ends or quarterbacks and stuff like that. Yeah, I 100% agree with you. Yeah, so don't fall victim to the player runs. Have some fortitude. You can do it. You made a plan beforehand. Stick to it. Yeah. 
All right, Alex, let's get into the meat and potatoes of this thing. We're going to get into our player ranking by tier. Uh, we had different tiers, but okay, important to preface, this is all under PPR scoring, full PPR. If you're Correct. in half PPR or you're in standard scoring, take all of this with a grain of salt. If you're Honestly, if you're in standard scoring, this is probably not going to help you, so join a PPR league so you yeah, can keep listening true. to this. True. All right, let's get right into it. We're going to start with the two most important positions in fantasy football, running back or receiver. Alex, which one would you like to start with? Let's go running backs first. All right, you just had a little. You had your man crush on the RBs early on, so let's mm-hmm. start right. Let's let's go right into it. You're like, what is like? So what? Uh, explain to our listeners what is your tier list? Yeah, so I go I go through four tiers, and it, I don't actually have a name for them, but my top four. No, that's fine. Yeah. Or my my first tier is your your goat tier. I mean, yeah, these like, are guys that are going to be good as long as they don't get injured. Like, will carry you to a championship. Yeah. Cor- correct. These next guys. Are all guys that could be in that list? Yeah, it's pretty much like they'll like randomly have like a thirty point game, but they're less consistent than you. Okay, yeah, yep. And then I have my third tier would pretty much be guys that are like, you know, they're gonna maybe get some touches, but they'll they'll be decent backs. And then that last back, my last tier is kind of like almost like a sleeper list, and it's almost like uh, an honorable mention list because yeah. some of these guys are like, well, I, pre- I mean, they did good. Or they have done good, so I should probably say their names, but it doesn't mean I'm crazy on them. No, I get that. And so, just while we're here, my tiers, I have, like, my elite tier, like, my high-end will take you to a championship type. I have for, like, uh, my high-end RB2s, low-end RB1 tier, uh, my running back two tier, and then my not drafting list and my sleepers list. All right, so I'll throw it to you first, man. Uh, yeah, my, my GOAT list. Christian McCaffrey, number one. Obviously, yeah. And, and honestly, these top three, maybe two, and this isn't a rank, it's like kind of interchangeable. Yeah, yeah. So Christian McCaffrey and Saquon, for me, are almost interchangeable in how I have my rankings. Then I have Austin Eckler, and then I have uh, Bijan Robinson. And uh, people might, Robinson, man, what, what? Look, he's a pass-catching back yeah. in PPR. He could easily get over 100 catches this season, and he's in the number one run-blocking offense in the league. So it's it's a guy I like uh, in, in, to put into that list. Bijan kind of, like, scares me a bit just because the Falcons, like, they have, they have no quarterback, so they're going to be running the ball. Mm-hmm. But Tyler Algier had almost 1,200 yards rushing last year. He averaged over five sure. yards a carry, man. Like, I feel like they're going to be, like – it's like the Patriots that will just hand anybody the ball. Like, they don't care where you're drafted or what your name is, per se. Like, they'll just give somebody the ball if they're getting going between the tackles. And I feel like the Falcons could be that. I really understand the upside of Bijan. He's in my, like, low-end RB1 tier. But, like, it, there's, there's some inherent skepticism just from, like, I don't know, maybe my paranoia only. I'm also – I should preface this. I'm pretty big on Bijan because if you oh, do yeah, know a, me, <laughs> I'm not big on rookie running backs. No, you're not. No, I'm not a rookie running I back didn't fan. Inc- I didn't include this uh, in this year's podcast. We did like rookie tiers last year, and dude, you had you were not high on most of them. Yeah, I don't like rookie running backs. I because I understand why people like rookie running backs because there's that every year there's that rookie running back. Yeah, but the thing is about every year that rookie running back. It's a later end season of football. It's it's your last Exactly. These people get so like infatuated with mm-hmm. them in August. They draft them early on and then they're bad September through Yeah. Probably right around Thanksgiving. November, and by the time yep. and by the time they get good, maybe if they like explode, they could be the wild card. Like yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. I'm, I know. I, I mean I won saying. eleven games in our league last year. I'm about winning oh, all yeah. the time. Yeah. I wanna win all the time. Win. But for PPR purposes, yeah, Atlanta needs something. Yeah, I, I, I'm putting Bijan there. I have a little bit of hope in him, so maybe Bijan's like my last resort. Like if he doesn't work out for me, then rookie running backs in the future like, will no, forever be tainted. Never, because I already inherently am not big on them. Uh, but I, I do like him. You're there. giving them a chance. All right, so my like elite, my goat tier, I guess if we're. I'll use your terminology there. Christian McCaffrey, uh, Derrick Henry, 
I feel like the Titans are going to run Derrick Henry till the wheels fall off. He's on the last year of his contract. Running backs don't get paid. They're probably no. not going to pay a 32-year-old Derrick Henry. So basically, they're just going to give him the ball until he collapses on the 50, basically. Uh, Jonathan Taylor, if his holdout would ever end, I think he's due for a bounce back. And Josh Jacobs, because same reason as Henry, bad offense, bad offensive line, run him to the wheels, fall off. Mm-hmm. Uh, Josh, yeah, again, Josh Jacobs closes out that tier for me. But uh, all right, Alex, your second tier of running backs? Yeah, so my second tier, uh, I have Nick Chubb. Nice. Uh, Jonathan Taylor. Okay. This is where I put Derrick Henry in there. Yeah, I see. We, we have some. We have a bit out of order. Like CMC is only like the true pass catching back I have mm-hmm. in my like elite tier. Yeah. Um, Ramondre Stevenson. Yes. I know is a guy that a lot of people are big at. Yeah. I'm gonna put him right in the middle of this list. I like that. He he's good on the goal line. You know, it's like usually not a thing that you're crazy about in fantasy. You don't want to re- depend on somebody who's getting those goal line touches. Unless you're, unless, unless they're, yeah, unless they're Jamal Williams. Yeah, who true. took 18 touchdowns yeah. away from DeAndre Swift. And that's kind of how I feel about a uh, Ramondre Stevenson. I, I like him there. Uh, Tony Pollard's another running back that's just explosive. He catches the ball. He's about the only running back there. Uh, and then I have Josh Jacobs. And Josh Jacobs is just because I'm a little unsure with him and uh, what the Raiders will do with him in the newer offense. Oh, yeah. Um, but well, the, I love Josh Jacobs the, as a Raiders fan. Yeah, the, the redemption, arc, uh, redemption arc of Josh Jacobs, it's so crazy. Like, last year he was playing in the third quarter of the Hall of Fame game mm. and ended up leading the NFL in rushing. Yeah. Like, he was, like, on, like, one of my, like, do not draft lists unless you get him in, like, round six. And then he's just, like, the best running back in fantasy football. It's, it's crazy. Uh, but, yeah, my second tier, my high uh, low-end RB1s, high-end RB2s, Austin Eckler, Brees Hall, Nick Chubb, Bijan Robinson, Saquon, Tony Pollard, and Kenneth Walker. I think all these guys are in pretty good offenses, maybe with, like, Bijan being the exception. But, like, you know, they're going to be very – not not TD dependent. They're all big parts of their offense, but there's games where these guys could get two touchdowns, or there's games where these guys could get none. Like that's that's kind of how I categorize this tier. Yeah, I agree. All right, Alex, your third tier of running backs. Uh, I got Brees Hall. I'm still kind of unsure on him, but when he has played, he's looked pretty good. I think he have a good season in fantasy this year. Um, I got Aaron Jones. He's a good mid round RB. A lot of these guys, uh, Joe Mixon, yeah. Travis, uh, Travis Etienne, yeah. J.K. Dobbins, and uh, I really don't want to put him in this tier list. I almost want to bump him to my, my last tier, but I yeah. do put him. Najee Harris, I'm going to throw his name in there. Hey, he was the first overall pick in our league last year <laughs> Yeah, by the 3-11 Pat Weber team. I can't say his team's name. Yes. Uh, I think Najee's ceiling – this year in fantasy is a great RB two, like a great RB two. Yeah. So uh, that's where I have him. Fair enough. No. Uh, so this is my third tier. This is my like, you know, running back twos tier. Uh, Ramondre Stevens, Travis Etienne, Joe Mixon, Aaron Jones, Najee Harris reluctantly lumped into this group. Jameer Gibbs, Alvin Kamara, and Alexander Madison. Mm. So I get all these guys lesser points in their team's offense uh decent in either either in respectively the passing game or in short yardage situations you know go through that list again you'll see what i mean by that but uh again guys that probably aren't going to score more than eight touchdowns for you this year uh you know some of these guys will make up for that in the passing game but like a guy like alvin Kamara is in this list because he's suspended three games and a guy like aaron jones is in this list because he's getting a big downgrade at quarterback yeah that's why i have him there yeah <laughs> all right alex your fourth tier of running back yeah so this fourth tier is either like it's like guys that could boom or guys that can bust or like i said there's also a couple guys that i feel like i should just put their names in there because of name value mm-hmm. but it doesn't mean i'm big on them and i'll talk about those guys okay uh kenneth walker uh good rookie think he could be really good he's a guy that i see with more high upside uh this is where i have jameer gibbs in here 
that is because I don't like rookie running backs yeah, that much, which yeah. is why he made it this far. Um, look, Cam Akers was oh wow, a little upsetting last year. Just a lot. Um, but he's a good workhorse, and I, I have him here. Uh, Damian Pierce I have in here. Miles Sanders is a guy I don't necessarily like in fantasy, but he, he did decent. New team. Kind of a downgrade. I don't think he'll ever be the same rookie, you know, passing game that he's had yeah. ever again. But I put him here out of respect. Alexander Madison um, plays good at the goal line. Maybe yeah, Del- that's about Delvin it. Delvin Cook left. He's he's going to be their starter by default. Yes. Um, Dave Montgomery, uh, out of respect, he's going to have the Detroit running back position, which is – you know the, the an go- interesting the, running back the goal position. line merchant. Yes. Yeah, the goal line merge, uh, goal line merchant title. That's what it is. That's what we're calling it. A hundred percent. And then uh, Isaiah Pacheco, I put in here. Uh, doesn't catch a lot of passes, which is why I yeah. have him at the very last um, running back in this tier list for me. Yeah. So I did my tier list a little different. I had just straight up not drafting in my sleepers. I only have two guys in my not drafting list. Uh, one of them is Isaiah Pacheco. Uh, running back is just never a big part of the Kansas City offense. If you mm-hmm. remember a couple years ago, Clyde Edwards-Alaire was supposed to be this most like the most dynamic chess piece to this Kansas City Chiefs offense, and now he's barely making the team as a former first-round pick. Because a guy that was, you know, you know, sh- shoved down our throats to be the first overall pick one year in like 2020 was yep. like uh, Clyde Edwards-Alaire. So. I don't fall for the Chiefs running back hype. I think all of these guys are incredibly expendable. Anyone can go in – any NFL quality running back can get in that backfield behind Patrick Mahomes and get, you know, six yards of carry off of, like, light boxes because they're all scared of Kelsey in the passing game. Uh, and then this next one, uh, this is a real surprise because I've had this guy on my team every year I've played fantasy football, at least to some capacity. I'm in seven leagues. Since 2019, he's been on at least two of my teams. And that's Austin Eckler. That is, I, I think Austin Eckler wow. has hit his fantasy peak. He's 28 years old. He's disgruntled with the Chargers front office. I just And he's been uncharacteristically healthy in L.A. all of these years. He's been this like guy that's been a second-round pick pretty much every year for me like, since 2019. But now, like, everyone's kind of catching on to the hype, and I think it's going to be just too late because right when running backs hit over the age of 27 is when that decline hits. And the Chargers actually have a competent offensive coordinator now. Austin Eckler is not going to be their only red zone offense. I think Austin Eckler is going to be the guy that can lose you a league this year. See, I think that's crazy to say, Matt. I I, I do, too. Eckler. At Sacrilegious, <laughs> I've taken him every year. I've been taking him for two presidential administrations. He had 107 receptions last year. I know. I had even him. If, even if he got 70, which is what he got in 2021, I'm still taking him because he still had 900 yards that season. He still he only, he only had 12 touchdowns in that 2021 season, 13 in 2022, but the only difference was two or sorry, 107 uh, receptions. I just think yeah. even his his floor, well, I outside of an injury, which I don't wish injuries. No, no, we're not. Pre- no, we're not predicting um, injuries but, or anything here. It's just, yeah, man, 90, 80, 90 receptions. I, I just, I take that. I think I take that, Matt. I think everyone is caught on to it too late. I think this. I hi- do agree with I, the this, age. This hype for Eckler was this. This Austin Eckler hype should have been in 2020. Like, like Austin Eckler's like RB like one with like an ADP of like four. Hey, even 2019, he was he got like his near his, 100 AD, his ADP on Fantasy Pros is four. His ADP on ESPN is one overall. That's wild. And his ADP on Sleeper and NFL Fantasy is two overall. Like this was hype that he should have had in 2020. Like. He's 28 years old, man. These, these, this is where these running backs just prime. start. No, prime. Start He's got not. one last good season. His That's last, why I'm no, picking him at three. Last good season was them at 27. He's 28 now. I'm picking him at number three, Matt. Oh man, I like him. I again, that that hurt me to say because <laughs> I look, I I love Austin Eckler. It's He's, really gonna hurt you when you put it into effect. 
<laughs> Subtle back. Hopefully man. you like change it. your mind. I, look, if he's like, look, again, this is all just. Well, no, I, I will say. This, I is, mean, all, this all is all dependent on the value. Like, if I have a top four pick, I'm not taking him. But if I'm at spot like 11, like, yeah, like. When I say like not drafting, it's not because like he I'm like avoiding there. them. It's just the value at which I'm getting them. He won't be there at eleven. I know, cause he'll, he'll be there be at gone. like two. He'll be gone. Yeah, he'll be there at two. He should have gone two in twenty twenty. Like this, I don't, I don't know. But all right, running back sleepers. Some more controversy. Alex, do you have any RB sleepers for me? Uh, I think I do. If I can find it, uh, Javante Williams is a big dude. I love that one. Yes, and I will. I will. I will have a whole tangent on him in a second. Please. Yeah. No. Yes. You're pre. You are preaching to a Southern Methodist choir. Right <laughs> oh my gosh. No, I like. Uh, I like Javante Williams. He's a big dude. Great. Great running back, and he's about the only thing that might work in this offense. Uh, so I. Uh, I think he's a good right. sleeper. Get this. All right. On Fantasy Pros. Is ADP seventy sixth overall? Okay. Running back twenty eight. He is going mid round seven. Hmm. And now look, he's coming off like so. A lot of people's concern with him is that knee injury. He had a very weird thing. It wasn't just an ACL. It was like a really weird structural ligament too. Uh, but he's back. He's playing in the Broncos' second preseason game this weekend. By the time you're listening, he probably would have already played. Uh, you know, assuming he stays healthy, I mean, like, this is looking like he'll be ready for week one. Like, again, like, I, I'm not intimidated by Samaj P. Ryan as his backup as a reason to Me not either. draft Javante Williams. Like, look, he has the very same formula Derrick Henry has had in Tennessee since Derrick Henry has been, like, King Henry, and that is a quarterback they don't trust, a, like, a passing game that just doesn't really exist – in a weak offensive line. So what do you do? You just turn around and hand this human bowling ball the football 23-plus times a game. Yeah. Like I, I, Javante Williams, man, I think this is a guy that can win you your league. And I'll just say one more time. He's a big dude. Like, yeah. his arms are very, very big. Yeah. Big, <laughs> this, juicy, veiny, this. muscular man. Yes. That's what I want <laughs> as a sleeper running back. It's just a, an absolute tank. Yeah. Yeah. I I love that one. Like he's like, kind of remind yeah, I think Derrick Henry's a great analogy and I you stole it from me. Yeah. But another one that I like that I um I I haven't heard anybody else say, maybe I'm crazy, but he kind of plays like a prime Marshawn Lynch. I like that. Maybe yeah. like a maybe a little more speedy because like Marshawn was never like fast but I get like Javante could break away to some extent yeah and that might just be his age and still being young too yeah but um because Marshawn didn't really hit until the later end of his career yeah so but yeah he's good good sleeper I absolutely love that one any more sleepers for me no all right I got three more uh I have a mid-round one and two late round ones so my mid-round sleeper uh, a guy you did you were uh, yeah a guy who was in your boomer bust here I believe Miles Sanders yeah uh, his ADP forty uh, seventh overall so end of round four beginning of round five running back nineteen uh, Frank Reich and Josh McCown are both on record at press conferences saying they want Sanders to get fifty plus receptions out of the backfield uh, Carolina regardless of who their play caller is always has an incredibly dynamic running back passing game. And I don't see any like I don't see any reason why you would kill a prominent screen and short yardage game with the rookie quarterback and Bryce Young right now. That just wouldn't make sense to me. Now, like, am I like pounding the table to get this guy on my team? No, not necessarily. But if he's there for me in like end of round four, beginning of round five, and I need a flex guy, uh, Miles Sanders, plenty of upside there. A uh, second guy, uh, the goal line merchant of. The Detroit Lions last year, Jamal Williams. He can be the goal line merchant for the New Orleans Saints this season, too. Uh, his ADP on Fantasy Pros, 96th overall, so right before the 10th round, running back 33. Uh, look, he can do the exact same thing he, he did in Detroit. Uh, Alvin Kamara, they'd never use him in goal line situations. Mm-hmm. Never. And Alvin Kamara is suspended for the first three games of the season. Like Jamal That's Williams. Jamal Williams, he could definitely be that guy that 
you know, you draft later. Like he's like your weeks one through four superstar, and you trade him high, and you just get something in return for him when he goes back to his backup role. Again, like I think this guy is a reason you could start off like three and one if you take him. Like, like it. Uh, and my two late round. Oh, Javante Williams was my one of my. Sorry, no, sorry. Jamal Williams was my first late rounder. Uh, last late rounder is Jalen Warren. Najee Harris is backup. Uh, his ADP is 179th overall. Like he basically is not being drafted. Running back 51. Uh, he Deep is, sleep. He is Pittsburgh's primary receiving back if you look at like any like efficiency metrics with the Steelers offense Jalen Warren absolutely crushes Najee Harris in any of these categories you know I follow several Pittsburgh reporters just to try to stay updated and stuff like oh dude they all love Jalen Warren across across the river in Pittsburgh I now like again he has much more athleticism is he going to be a big part in that offense if Najee's healthy not necessarily but I mean like look it's it's always good to have a star running backs backup, and that's all I can say really. I uh I forgot to mention I do have a like a big do not. I I, I have a I have a I guess like a bust list too. Yeah, if you want to just if you want to we'll call this miscellaneous. Yeah, I have like well I just yeah. why we're on running back. I have one running back. I did already mention his name. I actually have him in my second tier. Oh yeah, uh, right behind Nicholas Chubb. Um. But a guy I'm just not big on. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't big on him last year either. Yeah. Was Jonathan Taylor. Um, mm. He doesn't catch the ball. Number one, well, actually, he doesn't get thrown the ball. It, and that's yeah. a big problem. Even in his best season that he had when he had 1,800 yards, which, by the way, incredible. That's why I got to put him at that, mm-hmm. at that mid-tier. Yeah. He only had 40 catches. He only had 40 yeah. receptions. I mean – Double that, and that's still only, like, pretty good. Like, it's not, like, really good, you know? Mm-hmm. And he's going really high. 28 receptions last year, and obviously I know the season is not something to really, really look at. But ultimately I'm not big, and that's out, That's just his play. That's let alone yeah. his actual issues that he's had with his front office, um, you know, his off-the-field stuff. Uh, I am just big on – you know, like these, if you're a top six running back, which I did put him at six, mm-hmm. I want you to catch the ball a little bit. And yeah. can I give you a reason to be excited? Like a reason to maybe buy into him? Would you say Philly threw the ball to their running backs a lot? Did I? Well, no, w- would you agree that Philadelphia threw the ball to their running backs a lot? Sure. Okay. Who's the, who, who's the Colts' new head coach? Yeah, Shane, Shane Steichen, yeah. Philly's offensive coordinator. That's a fair point. I don't know. I I think I think the passing game could be something that opens up a little more for him. But uh, it's, I don't know. It's really just because I think there's better guys around Jonathan Taylor where he's getting. Okay. No, I no I get that. Um, yeah. it's all about value. Like if Taylor sure. falls a bit, then yeah, that changes I, everything. Like I said, I still have him at six. Yeah, that's. that's <laughs> so no disrespect not to an JT. Insult at all, no. It's just that I'm probably not going to draft him. Yeah. Okay, let's get into the uh, second most important position in fantasy football. Well, to a lot of people, the most important so, position yeah, this guess, season. Yeah, I guess to everybody now, it's trendy yeah. to just love wide receivers. Yeah. Uh, yeah, let's get right into the wide receiver position. So, again, I have four tiers again. My tiers, uh, I did this a bit different, my wide receiver ones. I did this more as, like, how, how I'm predicting them to finish this season. So, I can, you know, kind of like what we've been doing, but, like uh, – my wide receiver one tier, high end twos, mid level twos, and my wide receiver fle- three or flex guys. How, how's your tiers? Uh, set it's up? the exact same as my running backs. All right, sounds good. Sounds good. All right, so I'll start off this time with my wide receiver ones tier. I mean, these guys are just you know generational talents in the league right now. They're guaranteed to give you eighteen points a game. Uh, Justin Jefferson. Jamar Chase, Cooper Cup, A.J. Brown, Stephon Diggs, Tyree Kill, Arthur C.D. Lamb, Garrett Wilson in there. And then I have one guy who I am incredibly high on as a sleeper. We'll get into him later. Uh, but I, I, Calvin Ridley, man. Calvin Ridley, get on the hype train now while you still can. Oh, uh, yeah, that's, that's my high-end wide receiver one tier. You know, Calvin Ridley bet on himself. So Literally. why should we not bet on him too? <laughs> you know what I mean? Literally. <laughs> nothing 
better than betting on a guy that bet on himself. I'm big on Calvin Ridley as well. Yeah. Uh, very similar. I'll actually – I'll read both of my list, okay. uh, but I'll tell you what's what just because we're pretty close. Yeah. So my GOAT tier list, number one, Justin Jefferson. Uh, got to be there. Uh, two, I got Cooper Cup. Three, I got Jamar Chase. I put Tyreek a little higher than you did. I'm a form really high on him this season. Okay. I think he'll do good. Even if his uh, quarterback's brain dead, I still think he'll yeah, be. Yeah, yeah. I, I still think he'll be good. I don't know, man. Having Skylar Thompson throw, be, <laughs> look, dude, like that too. thing, that's serious, man. He had three concussions last year, and he said he thought about like retirement. Like, there's like a if Tua gets like another concussion, man, he could be out like six weeks. Yeah, true. Like or Skylar, indefinitely. Yeah, like Skylar Thompson's not getting it done. But no, no, I'm, I'm not trying to bring the Tyreek slander mm-hmm. or anything, but like. Go, sorry. No, I, I just think he's so fast. I mean, he's yes. literally <laughs> – like, you have to be the worst quarterback to not be able to get him the ball when he's open. You can't um, you can't overthrow him. I genuinely think if you give me the best offensive line in the league, and I probably can't throw it more than 30 yards in the air, Yeah, <laughs> I can probably hit Tyreek open. Let me just throw bubble screens to him the entire time yeah. and just let him run. Perfect yeah. passer rating, you know, like a 200-yard game, all just from, like, throwing behind the line of scrimmage passes, and he just does the rest, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And then, so that's my top tier, uh, mm-hmm. those four. I kept it real short. Yeah. Um, and then, so then going into that second tier, I have a few more guys. Stephon Diggs, he's right outside of it for me. I think he's going to be uh, really good, um, just like you with um, Austin Eckler. Uh, ah. No, not Austin Eckler. Yes, with yeah, Austin, Austin Eckler. Is it? Is it all? Um, he might he might be on the down trade, but Dude. still yet. Yeah, the best route runner in the league. Nobody runs routes as better mm-hmm. as Stephon Diggs. I have AJ Brown right behind him. CD Lamb has been moving up slowly for me. I have him there. Jalen Waddle, uh, Devontae Adams. I think can be good. I do think he can be good. And then I have Garrett Wilson right at the end of that um, tier list as well. So a okay. lot of similar names. Yeah. I just I made my list like a little bigger because these are just guys like I'm seeing going in the first well, outside of like Calvin Ridley his ADP is way late he's my sleeper I'll get into that later but like outside of like Calvin Ridley like I'm seeing all these guys go round one in twelve man leagues like yeah. it's absolutely insane like the wide receiver market currently in fantasy but uh, yeah my high end wide receiver two a uh, low end one uh, ranking tier I guess uh, DK Metcalf Jalen Waddle. Mike Williams, Amon Ross St. Brown, Devontae Smith, T. Higgins, and Brandon Ayuk. I do it every year with Brandon Ayuk. <laughs> if I just keep saying it, one of these years has to be the year. Brandon Ayuk and Michael Thomas for me are like the Browns. If I just say every <laughs> year is our year, one of them has to be true. Yeah, their yeah. locker room's really big on him. Yeah. I mean, dude, I don't know. I've, I've fallen victim to Ayuk. Every single season, so I, I I can't get over it. But he actually was decent with Brock Purdy last year. Like he was like a top fifteen fantasy wide receiver with him. And if Purdy starts the year, who knows? But yeah, uh, any th- uh, any thoughts before you go back into your uh, third ranking? No, I like the list. A lot of uh, similar guys. Um, I have Amon Ross St. Brown, Devontae Smith as well, T Higgins as well, DK Metcalf as well. I put Chris Olave in here. I put Amari Cooper. Mm-hmm. In here, and then I also right at the end put Calvin Ridley as well, Matt. I uh, yeah. I like uh, I like Calvin Ridley a lot. I actually have Brandon Ayuk since you mentioned him as my last running back in my in my last tier list. So last I, receiver or receiver, yeah. sorry. So, which means me too, Matt. I have a little, but I don't have as much hope. Oh. But I have enough to put him on my list. Yeah. All right. And so this is my mid tier wide receiver two ranking. Uh, this one. Alex, this first name might be sacrilegious. There's going to be a couple of names that might sound just sacrilegious to you. Go ahead. Uh, Devontae Adams. Yep. I'm sorry. He has Jimmy, <laughs> I'm sorry. He has Jimmy Garoppolo, man. I, I'm sorry. He's not what he was with Aaron Rodgers, fantasy-wise. Uh, Chris Olave, Keenan Allen, uh, Debo Samuel, uh, Amari Cooper, DJ Moore, Deontay Johnson, and Brandon Cooks are all in my mid-level yeah. wide receiver two ranking. No, I agree with that for the most part. Yeah, I just think these guys are all very QB dependent. Well, either they're QB dependent or they're getting old. Well, Keenan Allen's the only old guy. All these other guys are QB dependent, and they all just seem to have a quarterback that's like collectively like 12 to 18. 
like quarterbacks in this list are like Jimmy Garoppolo and Derek Carr and Brock Purdy, uh, Justin Fields and Kenny Pickett and Dak Prescott. Like all those guys are the pillars of inconsistency from a quarterback perspective. So I just don't trust their receiving core as a byproduct of that. Yeah, I'm my I pretty much agree. This is my late and um, wide receiver list. A lot of similar guys and a lot for the similar reason. Uh, Keenan Allen, um, Christian Watson, DJ Moore, DeAndre Hopkins. I put Brandon Ayuk in here. And yeah. then somebody I do, my Brandon Ayuk, perhaps, some Ooh, might say. All right. Is scary Terry McLaurin. Oh, I, I like that. Big on him last year, and I'm even bigger on him this year because at the end of the day, no matter who his quarterback is, when that dude gets sent on a streak route, he gets like two of them a game, maybe three. He'll catch like one, one of them. One of them's the most beautiful 35-yard gain you've ever seen, a little back shoulder fall away. It's so nice. Oh, and yeah. he's so good at them. Yeah. So I just think if he can get a lot of those. He and Jahan Dotson, man, they're going to be the most aesthetically pleasing receiver core to watch. True. Might not have the greatest production, but when they do, it'll look really cool. Yeah, I'm a, he, Terry McLaurin's probably my favorite wide receiver in the league, so I kind of put him there. Valid. Yeah. I mean, hopefully Jacoby's the starter there. I'd love to see that. I don't know if Sam Howell could really produce good fantasy players, but who knows. All right, and uh, my final wide receiver tier, these are my wide receiver three slash flexes uh, in this tier. It's a short one. I have Elijah Moore. Terry McLaurin, George Pickens, and Christian Watson. All of these guys, talented with question marks around the quarterback, could be good, could be bad. Yeah. yeah. There's an asterisk next to each of their names. Exactly. Yeah. All right. And this one, uh, th- this is probably the most in-depth one. I do have a busts and a sleepers list for the wide receivers. Alex, do you have any of – do you have a busts list? Uh, yeah, I do think I have a do not draft wide receiver. Would you, uh, oh, yeah. Would you like to start off? I have a lot on this I have one. List. Oh, I, you have, I, I, I just have, have one don't draft. All DeAndre right. Hopkins. All right. I have that one, too. <laughs> just don't draft him. So, yeah. I'm actually not even going to get in depth. Just take my word for it. He's over 30. <laughs> just he's, take he's, my word He's for over it. 30. Ryan Tannehill's his quarterback, and he just doesn't want to play football. Yep. That's all you need. All right. Yeah. That knocks one off my list. Uh, My bust list. All right. Devontae Adams. He's going 13th overall, man. He's going at the start of the second round. Highest, some people have him going fourth overall in some leagues. He lost Derek Carr with Jimmy G. Jimmy G doesn't throw the ball deep. No. Devontae Adams, his best production is just like 10- to 18-yard routes. Yeah. Jimmy doesn't like that. Uh, Another one I have, Chris Godwin. Good. He's going at 68th overall. I agree. That is absolutely insane for a guy that he's downgrading a quarterback. And, like, even Brady in Tampa was not perfect last year. Mm -hmm. And it's just getting worse. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins just went over that one. Uh, This one, I just have the Denver Broncos. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) uh, Russ is cooked. That's what I wrote. And uh, Jerry Judy, his ADP is 53. He's going, like, at the end of the fifth round. Cortland Sutton. At 102, that one's not the worst, uh, but Russ is just, no, no. Uh, and then my le- uh, and my other wide receiver bust, uh, Michael Pittman, his ADP's 80th overall, going as like a consistent flex guy. Rookie quarterbacks never produce consistent fantasy receivers. I'm sorry. I agree uh, with that. Anthony Richardson is also like the pillar of inconsistency. So, and then just, I have just teams overall. I am not drafting the Broncos, Buccaneers, Commanders, Patriots, or Raiders wide receivers at all. That is uh, five NFL teams. I'm just saying no. You play for – I am helmet scouting there. It is the very thing I despise. I am doing it in fantasy football, though. I, I honestly don't blame you for any of those, and that's coming from a Raiders fan. Yeah. Uh. All right. Any sleepers? Um, yeah, Drake London Ooh. is a wide receiver I like. Had a great season last year, actually, and uh, this year should be his uh, his blow-up year um, when you look at it for, uh, you know, the sophomores, so I like him. Nice, nice. Uh, do, do, do. All right, any other sleepers? 
that is my one sleeper. All right, I got three of these guys, so I'll make them quick. Uh, first one, uh, Mike Williams is ADP, 59th overall in Fantasy Pros, wide receiver 25. like it. Uh, he finally gets a competent offensive coordinator. Uh, you know, I don't know if you, like, I'm on Chargers Twitter, too, because because I've been drafting Eckler. I've become a Chargers fanboy, and I love Justin Herbert. So they're, like, my second team by affiliation, mm-hmm. if I have one, per se. Um, everyone, Every Chargers fan and reporter uh, could not stand Joe Lombardi and just how inconsistent his play calling was. Uh, Kellen Moore, the Cowboys offensive coordinator, the man that made Dak Prescott a 4,000-yard passer consistently, Mike Williams is going to benefit from that. Mike Williams is fast. He is big. He's going to be a deep threat. He's going to be a jump ball guy. He's going to be everything all at once. I think he could finish as a top 15 fantasy wide receiver, maybe top 12. Uh, I think he's due for a real big breakout season. You're putting me on, Matt. You're putting me on. Well, I don't want to put you on to all my guys. Because I know. We gonna... we instantly put ourselves at a disadvantage. Now, we know each other's by draft doing this podcast. We put ourselves in a dis- – well, We let all of our league mates listen to the guys we like and don't like. Well, and yeah, and we still beat them. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> that's, that's true. We still beat them. We still, we still beat them. Yeah. Maybe they didn't listen last year. Maybe no. that's why Pat took Nashi Harris first overall. No, that's because he's a Steelers fan. Oh. Uh, I'll never forget what you said to me off air. He's like, man, people aren't going to listen to this because they're going to hear Pat Tignaggi first. Yeah. They'd be like, these kids don't know what they're talking about. <laughs> okay, no. <laughs> My second wide receiver, I've already uh, kind of drooled over him a little bit, Calvin Ridley. Thanks. His ADP 40th overall and wide receiver 17. I think that's just criminal. Uh, he's joining a Jaguars offense that just exploded last year. Trevor Lawrence is quickly becoming one of the top quarterbacks in the league. And he's one of the best route runners in the NFL. You combine all of that with playing in a weak division and just his inherent talent. Like he can be, he, I'm going to say he will be a top eight fantasy wide receiver this year. I will say that right now. And he is not going in the first three rounds. Yeah, I think he can make top ten easily. Yeah. Or top eight, honestly. Saying, I like your I'm optimism. I'm saying with my chest, top eight. I like my it. chest. I will come back to this like January like fifteenth when the regular season ends. I remember being really big back on um with Calvin Ridley. I had him on every single one of my teams. Uh, yeah, when and then he, he he no, I know he was last year when he left for mental health reasons during his suspension too. He was suspend he left for mental no. He left for mental health in 2021, mm. was suspended in 22 for gambling during his mental health absence, and now he's back. Okay. All, yeah. right. All right. And then my last sleeper, I don't I don't do – I'm not, like, the highest on this one per se, but, like, Elijah Moore with an ADP of 145th overall, literally the 15th mm. round in a 10-man league, 14th in a 12-man league, and wide receiver 53, like – the math is not mathing when people are consistently ranking Deshaun Watson as a top 10 to 12 fantasy quarterback, but are not giving him any fantasy wide receivers in the top 60. Mm. Like, you see you see what I'm saying? Like, the math's not mathing. Am I saying, like, Elijah Moore is going to win you a league? No. But just from, like, one preseason game he played, the Browns gave him the ball in any way imaginable. He got carries out of the backfield, uh, you know, quick game out of the slot. I Look, he's going to be the Browns wide receiver, too, this year. And if he's yep. going in, like, the 15th round, like, look, that's that, that's a steal. Like, I'm not advocating, you know, like, take him in the eighth. But, like, a 12th round pick? Are you going to be the first guy that takes a kicker? Or are you going to be, a, like, a guy that could you know, take a guy that could be a really serviceable flex? Sure. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah, exactly. I hope he does good as a Browns fan. I do, I do too, but like the math's not mathing. Like the math yeah. is not mathing. Like true. DPJ and Elijah Moore, not in the top eighty in fantasy wide receivers. Yeah. But Deshaun is like a top ten projected fantasy quarter. I, math's not mathing. I think it's ultimately just because the Browns get running touchdowns. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But right. yes, I agree. Yeah, the math is not mathing. Yeah. yeah. All right. Our last two position groups are quarterback and tight end. Uh, would you like to? St- which one would you like to start with? Doesn't matter. All right, we will start with tight end because that's the one I'm looking at. Let's go tight end. Yeah, tight end, I mean, I don't – Let's just preface this. The Travis Kelsey tier is just Travis Kelsey. (laughs) Travis Kelsey, number one. I agree. 
Uh, Travis Kelsey number. I don't really have tiers. I don't yeah, have no, many. No, you do. There's. Look, I- I'll give you five. There's like. Tw- Look, if you don't get, like, a top eight tight end, I'm sorry. You're not getting more than six points out of these guys unless they score a touchdown. Look, there's, like, I, I'll say I'll say eight guys that are, like, really serviceable and the rest that are just, what am I doing here? Yeah, I'll, get, I'll give you a couple. I'll let you say a couple, and All then right. maybe I'll say some that you didn't say that are still there. And that I have a do not draft as well. Okay. Uh, so, number one, Travis Kelsey, obviously. obviously. Number two, Mark Andrews. Number three, TJ Hawkinson. Yeah. And I feel like those guys are probably going to be your top three. Yeah. Regardless. Okay. So, uh, then I like George Kittle. I like Darren Waller. I like Dallas Godert. Yep. I'll stop there, Matt. All right. Yeah, you've, you've read my rankings, actually, verbatim, actually. Wow. Uh, going right where you left off. Yeah, just go where I left off. Let's see where we are. Evan Ingram. Okay. David Njoku. Love it. Dalton Schultz. Yeah. Pat Fryermuth. Yep. Tyler Higby. Yeah. All right. And I have I, Tyler Higby. And then I have my do not draft list and my sleepers list. How many guys was that for us? Ten? Yeah. I think that might have been. Eight, nine, ten. Eleven. Eleven, eleven tight ends. That We just gave him so many tight if ends, If you don't too. get one of those guys, um, sorry. Yeah. You're, you're not getting consistent tight end. Just don't draft tight end at that point. You just. Yeah, exactly. Right, speaking, no of, speaking of not drafting a tight end, who are tight ends you are not going to draft? Kyle Pitts. Bingo! <laughs> I have more, too. I have Cole Komet mm. and Dawson Knox. Because Oh, definitely. Yeah, because yeah, the Bills just took Dalton Kincaid in the first. Also, don't draft Dalton Kincaid because he's, yeah, he's competing with Dawson Knox. Also, Hunter Henry, if you're still, like... If he's still relevant. If you still, like, <laughs> like Hunter Henry... <laughs> you want Hunter Henry... In 2023, Zach Ertz. You ha- <laughs> Is he still in the league? Don't draft him. They're there. Yeah. Wow. It's like they they block. They yeah. block occasionally. They actually do what the tight end was really made for. Wow. So. And then uh, do you have any tight end sleepers? No. Okay, I have a couple. Uh, Give me C- a couple. CJ Uzama of the Jets just because he's getting Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers turned Robert Tunyon into a viable fantasy tight end. Uh, for absolutely no reason, because Robert Tunyon uh, had no business scoring all those touchdowns. Uh, Chig Okoronkwo of the Tennessee Titans. I like him. Uh, look, they're going to be running the ball a lot. They're going to have tight ends on the field to help with run blocking. Look, he could he could be a decent play-action threat in the red zone. I have absolutely no idea, though. Again, these guys, like, don't take any of these sleepers prior to round, like, 13. Mm-hmm. This is, like... Hey, take a flyer on these guys and maybe they'll stay on your roster. Like that's what a tight end. I don't even is to draft me. a backup tight end. Yeah, now. that's actually that's just, part of my strategy. That's I what never waiver, draft a backup yeah, That's tight what waivers end. are for. And then uh, Jelani Woods of Indianapolis. Uh, you know, Philly loves the tight ends. Shane Steichen's in Indy now. Who knows? Maybe Anthony Richardson will somehow become infatuated with his tight end. Who knows? All right, but our last position group we are going to be talking about today, the quarterback tiers. Alex, I'll throw it to you, man. I'll explain your tiers again and uh, give us your uh, give us your rankings. Very similar to the tight ends. Um, it's just like like three guys that will pretty much win you your league, and then everybody else, and then like at the end, it's like your boom or bust kind of guys. Yeah. Um. So I have in my quarterback list when I get to it. Number one, Josh Allen. Okay. Number two, Patrick Mahomes. Number three, Jalen Hurts. And honestly, that whole list just comes. Well, number one, I think Josh Allen's is the best. Yeah. Uh, Patrick Mahomes over Hurts for me is really just I've seen it longer. Yeah. And no, I get that. That's why I put him there. Uh, okay. Yeah. Do you want me to keep going or is that like your first tier? That's my first. Tier. Oh, just, just three of those three. guys. Just All those right. Three. Yeah. Uh, I have. The, I the have. Tier. Yeah. I have those same three uh, in a different order plus two more. So, I got Mahomes one, Allen two, Hurts at three, and then Joe Burrow at four. Just because that that Bengals passing attack. It's just it's it. There's money. There's so much. So so much talent. And then uh, Trevor Lawrence because. His offense was great. It got better. Uh, T-Law is going to be really good fantasy-wise this year. All right, then uh, you're tier two for quarterbacks. Uh, yeah, I have Lamar Jackson right there okay. uh, behind or in front of Joe Burrow, which right. is next. Justin Herbert, 
still high on him. I'm I still love Herbie, the Sheldon, Hi- the Sheldon High School fishing club president. <laughs> I didn't know. You ever see that photo of him? No. It's just him with like a big old fish, and he's just like in like the stereotypical like I don't know, like fishing clothes, with, like a red flannel underneath. Man, yeah, I love Justin Herbert. Oh, uh, Herbie's I think he's the still best. Great. Uh, and then here we go. Time to make some people happier. Time to make some people mad. Ooh, Justin Fields. Love Justin Fields. He did great wonders for me at the end of the season last year, and now the Bears are betting on him. They're saying this. They got him DJ Moore, too. I didn't like They said this is last year. It was like last year, not even last year, six months ago, they were considering trading him for draft picks. Yeah. And then they said, no, no, no. It's like, oh, wait. This is who we want. Oh, wait. He's okay. Yeah. So if he did great last year when the – team was considering getting rid of him yeah i think he can do really good this year yeah i think dj moore too another guy that like wasn't yeah. he wasn't low-key enough to be a sleeper but dj moore man take yeah. a flyer on him like DJ uh, but moore. yeah my tier two quarterbacks lamar you know obviously mm-hmm. uh justin herbert again boom dakota prescott and the man that is drowning in cole's cash kirk cousins did you, did you watch the quarterback documentary? No. Oh, that was one part. They were making fun of like how he dressed, and his wife's like, oh, I saw one tweet that said he looks like he's swimming in Cole's cash. That's funny. Just because, you know, he's got the dad style. But Right. All right. Hopefully someone, hopefully our listeners like watched it and got that. Yeah, somebody heard that. Target audience, hopefully, <laughs> hopefully achieved. But all right. Your tier three for quarterbacks. Tua. Okay. If he stays healthy, will yeah. be – Number one, does Miami will be very, very good. But especially be, him yes. as a fantasy quarterback, I think he'll be great. Uh, this is where I have Trevor Lawrence, not because I think he's bad, okay. but because I just want to see it. So the people that are betting on him, like you, Matt, I have yeah. him a little earlier, I respect it. I'm putting but all the I, stock as a late-round quarterback guy, yeah. only want to draft a quarterback that I know has done something good. Tua's probably not going to be there. Early, or sorry, not Tua. Trevor Lawrence will probably not be there yeah. for the later end. And if he is, it's not a guy I want just because he hasn't proven it yet. But I yeah. respect him, and I think he's very good. Deshaun Watson, I'm putting Geno in. I still think Geno like can be that. very good. No, I love that. And then uh, I lastly have Daniel Jones. Oh, wow. Okay. So yeah. that really confidently. <laughs> I, are, you, are you sure you mean it? <laughs> yeah, I, I do mean it, Matt. I do All mean right. it. I think he's good. Um, I do think he's good, but his team's not. Okay. So. All right, so instead of, like, just going down the list, I, I kind of, like, segue here just for quarterback. So I have my uh, tier one and two. I have a boom-bust tier, and then I have a not-drafting tier. So these are my boom-bust guys. Let's go. Uh, Deshaun Watson, Tua Tagovailoa. Aaron Rodgers, Jared Goff, Geno Smith, Justin Fields, and Jordan Love. I agree with that. I think all of these guys have talent around them. It's just up to them. Uh, all of these guys are known for being inconsistent. Uh, but when they're clicking, man, they are they are good. So, again, that's, that's kind of like where I lumped all these guys. Uh, and final tier for you, and then I'll get into my not drafting tier. So that's that's it okay. for me for quarterbacks. But if you want one of my do not draft uh, quarterbacks, it's Anthony Richardson. Okay. I, I don't like. Uh, well, it's not that I don't like. I don't. Rookie rookie quarterbacks are not a viable fantasy option. Like that's how yeah. it is. Like unless you're in a dy- unless you're in a dynasty league, there is no reason to be like putting stock in a rookie quarterback. He's, and he's really young. He's 21. He is raw. Yeah. Like, like people, like, I know, like, our friend Casey Rush likes to use the analogy, like, you can't, like, he uses, like, a grilling analogy. He's like, you can't take the rookies off the grill too early. They'll be raw. Mm. Like, if we're using that analogy, Anthony Richardson is sushi. Oh, 100%. Like, that dude is, like. They didn't even throw him in the microwave for 20 seconds. No, man. Yeah. Didn't even defrost him. They're throwing yeah. him out there. I get that. Uh, and then my not draft list, uh, it was the last guy you actually ranked. Uh, that was Daniel Jones. He didn't throw 15 touchdowns last year. That's very true. That's that's not one a game. I mean, you, you you can't win. like I know it might just be one week you're starting Daniel Jones. You, you can't win like that. 
Uh, second one, Russell Wilson. Yep, I agree. He, like, he's just fallen off a cliff. For sure. No one trusts him. And my last one, Gucci Garoppolo. Hmm. It's, it's just Jimmy. That, that's, that's it. I there's agree. No, <laughs> it's Jimmy Garoppolo. There's, there's, there's nothing else to say. Okay. But you know what? That kind of wraps up our player rankings. Before we head out, though, I think it's fun to end on a much more like lighthearted note as like you know fantasy. You play that with your friends, with your family. Uh, so our final segment is going to be just titled "Ways to Have Fun with Your League." Uh, I just put down some like random potential topics to have. Like, did you like have you seen the TikToks where people are you doing like the uh, combine to determine draft order? No. So I've seen one where it's like people they're like doing forty yard dashes on the beach like running through high tide that's cool and like the like you know obviously they they do the rankings by best to worst time i've seen like just like kids set up obstacle courses in their backyards like you know like a tire agility ladder and then you gotta like jump in the pool dunk the basket but like stuff like that you know uh kids are having fun for uh they're having fun with it uh but uh i don't know anything from you in this tier uh i like uh an idea I came up with. I'm a big MMA fan. I know yeah. a lot of my friends are as well. So a lot of arcades will have the punching machine where Ooh, you can yes. punch that bag. So the highest number would obviously get to pick their draft. And then um, I think also that yeah, these are a bias. Honestly, they're all biased. That's I, perfectly. I fine, like NASCAR. Man. Yeah. So I buggy, think a buggy. fun way bring all your friends over, have a good time watching NASCAR. Everybody bets on a car. And then the mm. rankings of the cars. Oh, and then like the finishing orders, the draft. Yeah, oh, it's wow! Going to be your draft order. Well, you know, honestly, it might be like smart to pick like a terrible driver if you're doing like a snake yeah. draft, just because if they get like a DNF, yeah. you have a twelfth pick, and then you have the turns. So or you don't even know anything, you know, or like horse racing, you just pick them based off their name. Australian horse racing. Yeah, that's how you do it. Yeah, my roommate did that one time on accident, and he won three hundred dollars. On a $2 bet. That is wild. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's I like that. Uh, and then uh, before we get into, like, everyone loves punishment ideas, but um, do you have any other fun, like, prize? Before we get into that, do you like any prizes that you do for your fantasy league, like, outside of money or, like, bragging rights? I know your family league has, like, a champion's belt a tr- or something. We have a trophy. A trophy. Okay. I, w- I have the trophy. I nice. won the trophy. It's been at my house all year, so it's very nice. Um, no, we we just do money, Matt. I'm boring. No, no so, so do I. That's that's fun. I didn't. I really didn't. You know, f- see much other stuff like this outside of kind of just like a champion's belt or stuff like that. But uh, I don't know. Let's get into the meat and potatoes of this though. Uh, punishments. Uh, I will throw it to you. You you ha- you seem to be chomping at the bit. Um. Yeah, so I have one that's um. Uh, I okay, so I'll just go through. Don't one. get fired. Um, <laughs> loser gets a spray tan, and <laughs> league mates get to pick. You know the shade. Oh of the, no! Of the spray tan. Oh no! Look, you come out of like a de- like a like a deep fryer. Oh <laughs> yeah. no! Like golden brown. I love it. It's I think. I think that's a really good one. This one I got on Impractical Jokers. I just think it's the <laughs> funniest thing. But go to a bingo night and just oh, keep yelling no. bingo oh. until you get kicked out. <laughs> oh, I felt so bad for Sal, that one. I bingo. think I think that's one of the funniest oh, things. Oh, no. Dude, the elderly will, like, attack you. <laughs> yeah. That'd be rough. That would be really rough. I'm trying to give you guys new ones that you haven't seen. Okay. Um... <laughs> the last one is um is it the cage is n- oh. <laughs> each of your league mates get to pick one item from your house put it in a bag and leave it at your local inner city bus stop <laughs> <laughs> over <laughs> overnight <laughs> so <laughs> you get <laughs> Um, no. So, like, Akron, for example, oh. would be us. We live in oh. Akron, so um, all of our league mates would take one thing from our house and put it's... it in a bag and leave it at an Akron bus stop oh, overnight. Oh, no. Wow. <laughs> you to see if it's there in the morning. <laughs> oh. Oh, I also man. saw this one on the internet. This yeah. is not an original one. I don't think it would happen Yeah. because – 
it, it relates to Barbie, and Barbie probably won't be in theaters. <laughs> but it's, I just thought it was so funny, so I wanted to add it. It said, go to Barbie, and every time Ryan Gosling does something, <laughs> lean say, over to the couple next to you and say, that is literally me. <laughs> I thought that was so funny. That's but, uh, awesome. That probably won't be realistic. Um, yeah. By yeah, the time was... your league's over. Okay. But yeah, leave your valuables at a bus stop. Oh, wow. I think all I'm right, going to try so... to convince my uh, family to do that. Maybe. All right. I have one. I saw this one on TikTok. Uh, it's called The Cage. Basically, okay. you get into a giant dog crate. Basically, you're in, you're in a swimsuit and goggles, right? And so you're, that's the last place guy, and the league mates get to bring three things of their choice, and they just get to. So you're in the you're in the dog crate, you're locked in, and the league mates just dump whatever they bring onto you. Like I saw one where someone this this one guy, the first place guy, in order brought Elmer's glue, poured it on the last place guy, and then a whole bunch of like wood, like what's what's like, you know, like the stuff they line like hamster and rabbit cages with. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and then dumped all the that in there so it stuck to him. And then threw, like, eggs at him. Other guys had ketchup and mayonnaise. That's rough. And, like, laundry detergent. That's hard. Yeah. Yeah, so there's the cage. And then here's what I'm actually implementing in my league. All right, so you know in, like, Happy Gilmore, when you, he had to enter the Waterbury Open to get on the tour? Like, that stuff's real. Like, so there's, like, mm-hmm. qualifying amateur tournaments to, like, work your way up. Mm-hmm. Uh, the one in Summit County is right by where a lot of me and my buddies live. So uh, the last place guy has to pay the $250 entry fee to play in the uh, t- like amateur tournament. And they have to play until they are either kicked out or asked to leave. Uh, only two guys in our league golf. And That's we're not fun. good. So either someone's going to embarrass like, – they don't. The other ones don't have golf clubs, so they have to come up with getting their own resources, paying to enter this tournament, and then coming in like dead last against a bunch of people that have like aspirations to play professional golf. That's funny. Like, th- yeah, that 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 was a little brutal, but yeah, yeah. All right, yeah. that wraps That's up. That's rough. That's that, rough. That wraps up. The Fantasy Football Preseason Podcast. Uh, that was – I had fun, Alex. Yeah, that was I had good. fun. Good stuff. Yeah. Uh, hopefully, all of you listening to this win your leagues. Obviously, you will because you're listening to us. Yep. But, yeah. Alex, any last words before we sign off? Yes. Draft your running backs. Eat, drink your milk. And um, Calvin Ridley. Yes. Those are three things I'll say. Uh, Calvin Ridley, Ramondre Stevens – no, 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 sorry, Javante Williams, not mm. well, Ramondre. Ramondre, too. Yeah, both, both of them. Both, both of them, yeah. yeah. But, yeah, anyway, that's going to wrap it up. Uh, thank you again for listening. That was Alex Henry on with me, Matt from Yuka. Thank you for listening once again. Have a great rest of your day, and best of luck to all of you this fantasy football season.